welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. All right. I love talking about trails, the lesser known trails. The trail we're going to talk about today isn't exactly a small one. Some of the lesser one, lesser known trails are usually a few hundred miles, some even less than a hundred miles. And as you also know, I prefer to bring somebody on the podcast who has actually hiked these trails because who wants to just hear me talk about what I researched and what I found out. Today, I have the privilege of having somebody on who has hiked the Great, the great Western Loop. She's a return guest. Last time she was with us, she talked about the Superior Hiking Trail. I'd like to welcome back our good friend, Crystal Gale. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back on. Yay. Crystal, I've been following you. You've been busy. I, I follow you on social media and... Uh, when I had read about you doing this trail, I just thought, okay, I, I need to talk to Crystal again. We follow each other on social media, but I really, I really just wanted to have you on the podcast and have a conversation about this because it just sounded so awesome. Uh, I know part of what you do, you're a writer among ma many things you write. So I do read a lot of your blog. So I'm really anxious to hear about that. But before we get started, just for people who didn't hear the episode a year ago, because it was almost a year ago, it was November 3rd last year when your episode aired. Just um, give us a refresher because our audience is three times as big as it was since the last time you were on. So for the people who didn't hear that an episode, and you can go back in here, go to the website, you can get the back episodes and I highly recommend you do, but tell us a bit about you. Um, so I am a, I'm a backpacker, a writer, um, an environmental and social justice advocate. Um, I am a person living with a disability and I don't know. I'm a, like a lot of really cool stuff mixed into like one really nice bag. I'd like to say <laughs> that's how I'd put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I, I would add to, yeah, I would definitely say that looking at your bio and what you put on social media, you you just seem to be everything outdoors <laughs> and, and somebody who just loves life. You're out yeah. there just enjoying life. Yeah. That's very accurate. Um, yeah, I think that I, I, I don't always talk about having a disability, but I have a rare brain disease and the people throughout my life have told me of all of my limitations. Um, but I've found that like being outdoors, like, like being in nature, like those limitations kind of like diminish like greatly. And I just feel really like in nature, I feel really healthy, really happy. And then I can take that into everyday life and then keep that going, like have that same momentum that gets me through, gets me through life. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I think the time we spend in nature just allows us to just reset. That's the way I always like to put it. For me, it's my mental health break, allows me to reset things before I go back home. And, and I always go back looking at things a little bit differently when I'm finished. Yeah. Definitely changes your perspective. Yeah. A little bit like I don't get as upset by things anymore. Like, well, I mean, I still get upset, but like, like the issues seem less pertinent. Like, like everything just seems so small now. <laughs> like problems. It's like, oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. Nature really changes your perspective on life. I, I wish my, my hope is that more people get outdoors, get into nature and feel that same sense of, you know, like, wow, I have problems, but they're not that big. 
and I have community and I can move through that. And so that's what nature does for me. And that's what I want for everyone else to have that same experience. Yeah, I think those experiences bring out the best in us. I think any of us who have done any sort of long distance hiking have experiences that we can, we sometimes see the best in humanity when we're out there. We see the kindness of strangers mm -hmm. to hikers with, you know, the, the, the hiking community, the way people can, we, we learn that we can get along and we can look out for each other's well-being. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, on this past, this past hiking season, I'm doing the Great Western Loop. Um, it's uh, 6,875 miles. I'm because I have a disability and because I love my body and care about my body and don't want to stress my body out. I'm doing this, the great Western loop in three seasons. So you are talking to me during season two, this season, I had like a lot of like, like kind of negative things happen. Um, like I had the police called on me. Um, I got sick with COVID. Um, and I, I actually was part of a rescue team for a guy who had uh, cardiac arrests and we were all doing CPR and that guy ended up passing away. Um, so there were so many like negative things that happened during this trip. And I was, I was just filled with like so much sadness and so much like just raw emotion. But what I saw from like community were, there were lots of like just so many positive people like people I didn't know, like after, for instance, when the guy passed away, everyone that was there, we were all like together celebrating, uh, like celebrating his life. And I thought that was something that was really beautiful to watch. Um, I had strangers who would randomly pick me up and like take me to their house. I, not like randomly, like, of course I was hitching, but they would take, they would pick me up and like take me to their house, do my laundry, make me dinner, take me back to the trailhead. Um, like folks stopped, uh, folks would stop and have lunch with me. I had a couple that like said they wanted to take me out to dinner. And I was like, Hey, that's not really possible. Like I'm not leaving the trail. So instead they came to my tent and like, like kind of knocked on the door, knocked on the fake tent door and was like, hey, come over for dinner. And like, we had dinner together and that was pretty cool. So like, there was so like, I really truly got to see like the best of humanity being on trail this season, kind of like reframed how I view the world. I know it's like, you're out there in trees. How can this change your view? It's just the like warmness of people and like seeing people and their like authentic self was something that was just like at the forefront this season for me. It's just saw so much beauty um, and felt connected with like so many different people and just really connected with the land and with the folks that I met. And so, yeah, I think that I enjoyed meeting people this particular season. Yeah, it's uh, and, and a time in it. This was going on last time we spoke, but and, and unfortunately, I don't think it's gotten any better. But you know, all the stressors that are out there in this world around us right now. Yeah, and the tension between people. Yeah, well, it is, it is a, it is an interesting dichotomy when you come from like being in the back country where everyone is just like we're all dirty. We're all just like tired. We all like, we all just want the same thing to like, Hey, let's make it to the summit or let's 
make it to the next town. And so like, it's a, and then to take that, like, to take that back country feeling and then come into the front country every time I came into, every time I came into like where I had cell service, something was happening. Like I had just reached the highest point on the PCT, came down, made it to the road. And then um, I was picked up by someone who was like, hey, how long have you been out? And I was like, yeah, I've been out for like, I don't know, probably about five days. And she was like, yeah, I want to tell you that, uh, uh, Ro, uh, Rovos's weight has been overturned and I'm like wait what so it was just like I had had like such meaningful peaceful moments and then I came back to life and was like wait the world's kind of still messed up but yeah that's why I want more people to go out in nature than we have less time to like mess up I guess right <laughs> yeah we talked about this last time you're on we had an idea and I wish we had followed through on it we got to get our representatives out there yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, these people that we elect to represent us, so to speak, yeah. we need to get them out there and get them together. And I think we could solve a lot of problems. I think you and I were onto something. And I think uh, we were. We shouldn't have dropped the ball. We should have like pressed and made that like our like mission. And maybe election results would have turned out differently in some places, or at least people would have a better understanding of the people that they chose to like elect. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, I, I had did. that. Con hmm? You did. Yeah, you yeah, remembered that, that conversation. Yeah. yeah, I've brought it up with other people. Uh, I, I've had. Uh, re I've even had political conversations with people, and I said, "Look, I had a guest on Crystal Gale. Welcome, and we had a great idea. We know how to fix the problems in this country. Yeah. I don't know if anybody'd be willing to listen to us, but we could fix this. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work harder to get our mission out there. We gotta, like, I don't know, start a campaign. That's what well, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, crystal you started this great western loop trail as you're I'm doing curious. it in three sections hmm? i'm curious what trail would you advocate for those officials to like hike together like hmm. you which one trail do you think they should hike hmm. now they're not all avid hikers so we don't want to right like, throw the continental divide at them right that's so, no I can think of some I wouldn't mind sending down to the southern terminus of the Florida Trail and let them hike that in the summer. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. I would I would pick something. Uh, hmm, that's interesting. From my own experience, I'm going to say the Tahoe Rim Trail because it just throws so much at you as far as the different scenery and the experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's relatively one of the shorter trails. I think it's like what 175. Mm -hmm something like this uh yeah it was 170 so i um was it even that yeah yeah 172 170 so i i was out there this year i didn't hike the entire trail yeah my, uh one of my sons is living in san francisco and he had the idea why don't you come out here and do this and instead of hiking the whole trail i decided i want to go experience uh, san francisco and yeah so yeah. i cut the hike short and spent a few days in san francisco and had a lot of fun there that's fair that's fair all right so we're going to get these politicians on the tahoe room trail and, that's yeah. and, and i've already got the route mapped out here's what's great you know the nevada side offers a different experience because you could see all of lake tahoe and uh then you bring them around over into the desolation wilderness where you have all these lakes and the alpine trail mm -hmm. and you're on a pct for a while mm -hmm. wow yeah russell this, this could be an entire episode on itself i think we got it we got to follow up on this this yeah, has we, got this has got we got to follow up on this idea. We do. <laughs> we definitely do. But uh yeah. 
Yeah, with this great, great Western loop. I read about this and I thought, wow, what an undertaking. And it's a lot of miles. <laughs> what inspired you to start that? Um, what actually, uh, it was kind of weird. I was, I was on a, I was on a call, like just a bunch of people, we were all talking and everyone on the call were like men. And I was, we were, everybody was hikers. So I was like, okay, there's something wrong with the conversation, but I couldn't be the person to say this is wrong. Cause not only was I like the only female on the call, I was also the only um, person of color on the call. So it was just kind of like, there's something really, there's a huge disconnect in the hiking community and like the backpack community and who we deem are like explorers or who has like the, the right to be in spaces. And so I started to think about like, how can I as one individual like impact an entire hiking culture? I know it's weird, um, but I, I was looking and I was like, you know what? I heard about this trail that only two people have completed and both of them are like white males. And I was like, I wonder what it would look like to have a person of color like hike this trail and to see what it looks like and to see if the experiences would be the same, to see like, like just, just kind of like, it was almost like, I know that the difference, I know that there would be a difference, but I'm curious what that difference would be. But I also want other people to have a joyous experience on this route, on the various trails. Um, Cause there are several different trail systems that all connect in the Great Western Loop. So it's the uh, Pacific Crest Trail, the Pacific Northwest Trail, the Continental Divide, the Grand Enchantment Trail, um, the Arizona Trail, and I believe I already said the Pacific Crest Trail. So it makes one loop. So one, I wanted, I wanted it, I wanted a trail where other people could come out and join me at any point, um, but also two, one where other people could feel, you know, safe and comfortable hiking in that space because this like black woman did it and she was by herself kind of like that sort of sense um yeah so i i found the great western loop and decided that it would be it would it would be the best trail for me to hike given my mission to get more people outdoors um i would like more people would see me because i would be on more trails so i would like kind of normalize the black experience or like, hey, black people are here on several trails throughout the West. So that's why I picked the Great Western Loop. Well, I think it's important what you're doing because, you know, we can, we can be paralyzed by our perception. And we can't marginalize what perception is. That's our reality. That's what we see. That's how we see things. I've spoken to a number of women who solo backpack and they talk about how the perception of it just being dangerous for, for women to backpack when it's not any more dangerous for a woman than it is for a man right. and the reality. Right. Um, so what you're doing, I think the more people that see a woman of color out there doing this, there are young women. There may be a young woman of color in high school who mm -hmm. says, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why I can't do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is my hope.
that's actually has actually happened. I've received some emails from some young girls and I'm like, my heart just got so big. I was like, oh my God. They're like, I love what you're doing. Tell me how I can be a backpacker. And I'm like, wait, you just emailed me. <laughs> oh God, I'm like that person. Um, but uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I am like totally humbled to be in a position where like, people see me and they say, I can do that. And that makes me happy. Right. Cause that's, I want everybody outdoors in nature. So if you want to come and mimic what I'm doing, I'm down for it. Like, yeah, please do. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I want to use the word courage, maybe because yeah, you're, you're doing things that people would be afraid of just the idea of being public, no matter what your background is going on podcast, you write about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that takes some courage in itself. But yeah. yeah. Um, as as humans, what I think we all want at the end of the day is to like feel a connection to others and to be seen and heard. And so I recognize this and I write about these feelings. I write about like, hey, this is I write about the like authentic experience of being outdoors. Um and like through that, it's, I would say that it's, my writing is somewhat of like an invitation. Like, it's like, hey, I'm inviting you to experience this as I am telling you, but also inviting you to go experience the same thing. And then hit me back up. Let me know what you thought of your experience. Because I think that's how we move in the world, like through our experiences. So if we go through life and we don't share our experiences, then no one no one sees themselves reflected and they also think that they're alone. But if you can share your experiences with others, then I think it makes it, I think it makes it easier for people to just move through the world, or at least that's my hope. We'll be back after a quick break. You ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors? I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. Sawyer filter technology, because of their high standards, every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using their permethrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks and the picaridin to keep the flies at bay. Don't let bad water, insects, or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products, whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they'll likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible, high quality products that they offer those of us who enjoy the outdoors. Yeah. yeah. Again, somebody can see what you're doing. and. We speak women of color, but I think, you know, women in general, because in the backpacking community, there is still, and I think generally speaking, a lot of women are afraid to go out backpacking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I personally think what you're doing is not just great, but important. I think we all, everybody who enjoys the, the outdoors benefits when we can make that community larger, when we can, when we can expand that community, we all benefit from it. No matter what our background is, we all benefit from it when more people are getting out there and enjoying it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Now the Great Western Loop, some of these trails I'm familiar with, Continental Divide and the PCT, of course. Yes. And 
now I could say I hiked a little section of the PCT, just a small one, but uh, you desolation. Yeah. You come back out. I it's some I might be back out there. I'm going to be somewhere out west this summer. Maybe the PCT. Maybe finish up the um, the uh, Tahoe Rim Trail section. I didn't do. I just loved it out there. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. and you got the Pacific Northwest Trail. Now, from connecting it east west on the southern portion of this loop, what trail was the? What? How did you do that? You're like you're like. You're going you're the top, you're on the bottom. Yeah. Or west, east, west to east. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's a circle, because it's a loop, like you can go any direction. But I think you're trying to figure out how I got from California to the Arizona Trail. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's a section that people like to call choose your own adventure. I now understand that there is no route there. And I know this because I went to go hike this route that did not, I could not find any I could not make sense of that section but uh the two people that have done it they've called it they've called it choose your own adventure and there should be coordinates because I believe that if you create a trail then the purpose is to let other people use it but if you don't have coordinates for the section then in my mind that section really doesn't exist because there's no path to get through uh but anyways for that particular cross section when I realized that I could not hike the section. Um, it was hot. There was no way that I was going to do it. Um, I rented a car and did this really dope night hike thing where I would like just drive the section where I assume a trail should have been and then just hiked back and forth back to the car, slept in the car, went back, did that for it. Uh, for those, it was like 900 miles, but all of it was pretty much car camping for me but I had more time to go see other great parks along the way so it was great so yeah some people will they're like hardcore die hard like purist who will say that I did not hike that section and I will say yes I did and all of this is self-reporting anyways but um like there's no like no one's gonna be like hey you did this here is a million dollars. Like it's, it's all within yourself. So yeah, for that section, I cannot, no one should ever ask me for coordinates of that section because I did not hike it by foot. I did the, I could tell you the car ride trip. That was fun, but um, yeah, I couldn't find the route. So I did not hike that, that connecting loop, that connection, that part of the trail. I did not backpack i did night hikes in a car I section hiked it and you know what and so what like you said yeah yeah, yeah. right the whole the whole hike your own hike right yes yes i did the safe option because otherwise you're like it's like half of it's in the freaking desert uh not 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 like the california desert it's like through the mojave joshua tree area and it's like yeah I don't see a route and I also don't want to die. And that's the safest. That was my, that was my go-to on that area. Yeah. You made a common sense call. You get lost out there. That could be, that can end fatal. Right? That, that yeah, can have a real bad ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? If I don't, I, based on even how I had to drive there, I think it would be hard for like rescue people to come and get me too. 
since I was unclear as to where I was, they would definitely be on, never mind, this is my internal brain thinking about how there definitely needs to be coordinates if you're going to go out there. That's it. Plan accordingly. I noticed, you know, we have the Pacific Northwest Trail and mm -hmm. then there's what the North Country Trail that goes from mm -hmm. South Dakota. And I think now that's going to, it's hooking up into Vermont where you could pick up and go over and then get on the Appalachian Trail and end up in Maine. But there don't seem to be too many east-west trails in the southern part of the country. Yeah, there's reasons for that. It's called weather. There's like extreme heat and then extreme floods. It's like, wait, did you just move up a little bit north and hike that? Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I know that you've talked to uh, Rue. Yeah, I've uh, had Rue on yeah, yeah, a couple so times. That's Rue's journey. Of yeah, climbing. the American Perimeter Trail, yep. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't like find like a southern southern section for like he did one but i don't think he would recommend it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he had some interesting experiences in some of the southern states too some yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. scary ones with uh encounters with law enforcement yeah 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 rue and i are actually friends in real life so we talk <laughs> right yeah he, well last time i had him on he had mentioned that you guys were friends he had talked about that yeah uh, yeah. yeah he's a yeah yeah um, and uh, yeah, I've had him on a few times. Yeah, we communicate online, and uh, yeah. So yeah, and he's trying to fill that gap. But yeah, he had some interesting encounters going through some of the southern states, which I, as as a backpacker, I just I kind kind of blew me away to that that those things would happen. That police would be people would be calling the police on you. Yeah, because they see it with a backpack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean. I think it has to do with how we view people in society, right? So like in society, we're conditioned to think like a person with a backpack doesn't have a home. And if they don't have a home, then they need to harm me in order to get their needs met. Like wherever that disconnect or lesson we are taught happens, it needs to stop, right? So we should just see people as people. Like I see you and I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you? Like, let's have a conversation. It doesn't matter to me what you look like, what you're wearing. I talk to people like all the time. So like, I'll see people, even if, you know, they look like disheveled, I will still talk to them. Hi, how are you? Like, I don't know. We're all people like the way that we, I don't know. I, so I feel like the way that you interact with a tree is how you should interact with other people. And I say that because you look at a tree and you see the tree for like, you're there and it's like, it's hot. So the tree is offering you shade. If it's raining, you're using that tree for like protection. Um, usually when you see trees, most people get happy. Like, I don't know, we should treat each other like trees. That's my new stance. <laughs> that's how I feel right now. No, that's, we never get into a fight with a tree over politics. That's for sure. Exactly. I mean, you you could, but the tree will not argue back and no. will up more bruise than you anticipate. Right. Yeah, and that might get you taken away. Somebody sees you arguing with a tree. Yeah, and they might have a reason. <laughs> um, now we, I had an interesting situation years ago. I was a I I used to be a volunteer with the Boy Scouts, and I was leading a group of youth. We were on a we were up on the Appalachian Trail for a few days, and there were some people who. Um, you know, they were in their nice, fancy, brand new hiking clothes. And they said, you better be careful. There's a character up the trail who he seems to be 
maybe a little questionable and I'd be careful with the kids around him. We got up and we met this guy. And immediately I knew who they were talking about because he looked like he needed a shave. He, you know, and I said, Oh, he's just a through hiker. And these people were just a little freaked out because they saw him. But I was like, and, and the kids, and the kids heard this conversation, but I could see how they, they were talking to this guy and the guy was just like great with the kids and, and talking to them. And he, they were, he was answering all of their questions about his hike and everything. And I thought it was just such a great experience for the kids. Just maybe to have that moment in life when they said, don't judge people. It's just, <laughs> right there was right. nothing wrong with this individual he just right. looked a little different than they did yeah um that's all yeah yeah and you see they got that lesson in nature yeah yeah right we're sitting there eating lunch and on a nice spot where it was some shade but the sun coming through and just the perfect mood to just be friendly and talk yeah yeah nature does that it removes whatever blinders we or filters we have in the actual like in life outside of nature like yeah. nature does something to us changes us i think it makes us better people and and you know i was out there like i said two years in a row or three years we went down different sections of the appalachian trail and these were adolescent boys and they could be very um, territorial or, you know, this is mine. Don't take it. And mm -hmm. I'd watch these kids when they would come across through hikers offering them snacks, mm -hmm. you know, and I say, that is so cool without any prompting from adults. Just, can I help you? Is there anything, you know, Hey, you want some extra snacks to take with you? Yeah. And you're right out in nature. That, that's where it was happening. Yep. Wasn't happening in the living room, watching TV or playing video games. Exactly. That's why people need to be outdoors. Yeah. I'm an advocate. We have our mission planned for us, you and I. Yeah, we got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah, we got to get more people outside. We got to talk to our politicians and get them out on a through hike. Yeah, we, you and I have missions. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. invite your listeners to join in on our vision too. And like, support us too. Like, come in, help us all out. Yeah. Well, here's an idea I had because logistically it could be difficult. Right. Is, uh, I'm not kidding. I, I actually thought about this okay. after our conversation. That's a conversation stuck in my head. It was <laughs> putting a charge out there to people because mm -hmm. we did have midterm elections. We Invite did. the candidates from both parties mm -hmm. out on an overnight backpacking trip. Yep. yep. Find something that's not too difficult because, you know, they can be a little soft going, you know, being in Washington year round and yeah, you know, yeah. just putting on a suit and tie and going to work every day. So they may be a little soft. Their feet may be a little soft. Mm -hmm. So find something, get them out there, and mm -hmm. just have one rule: you can't talk politics the whole time around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be freaking. That would be amazing to witness, because I I I like am willing to bet that the moment these folks step out on the trail, like in their, you know, pass where, you know, the cameras will be like immediately their whole persona will change. You will see that person at their rawest, realest form. And I want everybody to like, yeah, we need to, we need to invite these politicians out to make that happen. We get to see the real side of them. They get to see, they get to see one another. Yeah. We make for a better, I think the, I th yeah. I think it'd be far less likely 
the first thing I think would be less likely, they wouldn't be personally attacking each other. That right? is very much so true. Yeah, I agree with that. Because they'd walk out of those woods, mm-hmm. remembering what they have in common more than what they disagree on. Yeah, we need to make it so that they at least forge like, even like a little small creek. It doesn't have to be a river, just like a creek. Something that makes them have to like see each other as people like, yo, I need your help to cross over this. Or like, we need to be supported or else this is going to happen. I don't know. I need, like People just need, ah. We used to do these team building skills with the kids in preparation for these long hikes where mm-hmm. I would take the kids on. So yeah, another idea sparked. You know, the, the great, re- great Western Loop. Why do I keep saying great? Great Western Loop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great that we talked about. We're on to something more important than this. So. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. All right. I confess, everybody. This is an excuse for me to get Crystal Gale back on the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we talk politics. So it's the Great Western Loop. What is that? We have politicians in office right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, this is this is our post midterm strategy meeting here, <laughs> and how to fix things. Okay, that's what this this episode's really about. Yeah, uh, makes sense. <laughs> but we would do little exercises where it would force the kids into a situations where they would have to work together to figure something out. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I truly believe. I I believe this with all the conviction I can that if you took these candidates and brought them outside overnight, I'm not joking. I mean this brought them out there, even for a weekend, they'd walk out of there, better people, understanding each other. And we might actually get legitimate campaigns where they are talking about the issues that are important to us, the people that they represent. Because remember, they represent us. They're not our leaders. We elect them to represent us. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. Of course, you know, I agree. We, we agree with each other here. We're on the same page on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. This needs to happen. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. am all the listeners of this podcast. Please get your politicians outdoors. Like, oh, get everyone out. Be- Not just politicians, everyone. But yeah, that's a good place for us to start. How about this for 2023? And I'm going to put this on the website. Take a politician out, take an elected official out, whether it's your local elected official, county, state, or federal, the bigger, the better, the higher up, the better. Get them out on an overnight trip. Yeah. We'll start with that. And in 2024, we'll aim higher. Yeah. We'll get our Congress people to go out, people running for office, people running against each other, get them out there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Now you understand this. You and I both, I think, are you know, our hearts are in the same place when it comes to this, and we know the power of the outdoors. Yeah. Yes, we do. We understand what it does for ourselves personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we understand the transformable nature that the outdoors has on a person. Yeah. And I think we we've lost touch with that. I don't know. I'm not big on the blame game, but you know, is it the industrial revolution? Is it the technology, this this rapid um, advancement in technology that has put us in this place where we've just lost touch with ourselves and or our neighbors, that the community, Mm -hmm. the sense of community? Yeah. Yeah. 
and you know you, you alluded to this, and this is something that I talk a lot about when I speak to hikers. And the great thing about hiking is when you get to a camp at night, there are no doctors, there's no recent high school graduates. Mm-hmm. You're all just a bunch of stinky hikers. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and, you know, it's sometimes it amazes me that you can be hiking with somebody for days and find out, you know, at some point, it's usually when you go into town, you learn that, well, this is what they do yeah. <laughs> for a living. Right? This person that you've been joking around with and maybe making crude jokes with or whatever is a doctor you know, or, or a lawyer or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was, I was backpacking with a group of guys and we were, we were coming into a town and we were all just like joking around. Like I had been with these guys probably for like three days and it wasn't until we got into town that I learned that the guy was, uh, uh, God, what was he? It was like a, a bio nuclear engineer. And like, I was like, wait, what? Like, who are you? Because when someone got like, someone got caught, and we we're all like, this is what you should do to fix it. And then he didn't even chime in. The guy didn't chime in, didn't say anything. And he was like, the one medical professional amongst all of us. And he was just like laughing. And I was like, okay, why is he laughing? And then he told us when we made it into town, and we we're all having like, dinner he was like oh yeah this is what I do for work and we were all like dude seriously like you could have ended our little argument over the cut a long time ago (laughs) you didn't say anything he was like well you know it's not my job out there and I'm like okay fine but yeah it's it it is interesting that you you get to know a person by who they are not what they do so it was like I knew this person was really sweet and really nice and knew like how to like add different flavors to food, but I would have never thought that, you know, this is the job that they do. Um, so yeah, I love backpacking. Now that you've followed my train of thought and <laughs> logically brought that through. I interviewed a young man who threw hike the Appalachian Trail this year. Um, mm-hmm. Trailhead Justin is a young man of color, he's gay. Mm-hmm. And he had talked about in some areas, particularly down South mm-hmm. where he had some situations where that were, I'd say he, he said he felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Have you, have you come across that? Yes. I've come across I mean, that's that. a dumb question, but I have to ask it. <laughs> yeah. This, this season, the 2022 season, I had the cops called on me twice, um, like literally for existing. Um, which was really, it was really heartbreaking to have this happen because I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm like, I'd like to think of myself as a really peaceful person, as someone who like exudes calmness and like, hey, everybody just needs to chill and we all just need to like love each other. Um, So to have the cops called on me, I was just like, it threw me off. Like I was upset. transparency I did make a video because I was actively having the police called on me and this is America um so I did make a video um and like the support that people gave me once the video got posted was like really 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 like really affirming but also too one of the nicest people I ever met on trail followed 
uh, one of the instances where the cops were called on me. Like this woman, um, the like a woman called the cops on me, but another woman was like, hey, you're gonna come to my house, like chill at my house, things like this. I, it, it. So there was the negative, but then there was the positive that kind of like outweighed it. So, I mean, racism sucks. <laughs> um, the way that we treat people sometimes sucks, but again, humanity is sometimes just surprises you. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's difficult as a person of color, um, being outdoors or just in general, it's hard being a person of color, especially a black person. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like every negative thing that happened, there was always something, it was always followed by like complete strength, uh, like kindness from a stranger that was like, okay, the world's not that bad. So I had, the, I had a, like a mix of everything this season. And so for every negative that took place, like so much more positive happened, but it is hard being a person of color um, in America and then also being a black backpacker. Crystal, I, I wanna thank you for being willing to talk about this because you know, I'm a white middle-aged man mm -hmm. and I think it's easy for many people that are in my situation to kid ourselves into thinking well racism isn't an issue i'm not racist that's that's like so old school that's like you know my grandparents generation type of thing yeah we can kid ourselves into thinking it doesn't exist right. that's why we we all need to hear your stories justin's stories we need to hear this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, th I think based on the people that i talk to they are really quick white folks are really quick to say, I am not racist and therefore I am not the problem. And what, what, what I'm not saying is that because you're white, you're racist. I'm saying that like racism exists. And as a white person, it is your, like, if you want to be anti-racist, if you don't want to be seen as being like, you know, a racist person, then your job is to use your position to like help others, educate others so that we create a world in which it's a, a safer space for everyone, especially in the outdoors. So as hikers, if you see like someone who's different, who's being like teased or harassed, then you speak up for that person. You're in a position of power. You're in a position to help that person out. Um, yeah. But racism does still exist. Um, and we, I do experience it. And I know that other uh, people of color on trail this season uh, have reported similar issues um, that I had. So uh, yeah, we need to do better. I think humans, we gotta do better. I think some of it can be a little unconscious Mm -hmm. happening like you know or maybe just not being as friendly to somebody that's different than we are but some of it's just very outward yeah and yeah like i i like to talk about it and hear about it because those of us who are doing it unconsciously well you know we need to raise our consciousness we need to know about this right right yeah now a lot of us don't know what it's like to be the somebody that has a different skin color, the only person with this color with, with a certain color skin. 
yeah in the room and not yeah. just for a day but for months yeah yeah it's hard yeah uh, <laughs> it reminds me of um because I was on so many trails this summer I don't know exactly which trail I was on but I was on one of those trails because it's a loop and so I was on one of the trails and a group of us were all just like hanging out everyone was talking and I we had all been hiking the day but I needed to go to the post office I needed to be in the post office the next morning to pick up my recharge system for my implant so I didn't have a choice I had to go I needed to go because it was that was a Friday night and the post office was only open for like one hour on the Saturday and so we we're hanging out around the campfire everybody's chilling and I'm like hey I need to go and I need to make it to town tomorrow <laughs> and people were like you, you're not gonna make it and I'm like well what do you mean they're like you're not gonna you're, you there's no way that you can make it and I'm like well I hike a lot of miles sometimes and this guy, he was just like, well, you don't exactly look like a backpacker. I just kind of laughed because I'm like, okay, dude, I don't know what that means. I took it to mean that like, you are a black person because it's the only thing that made me not look like any other backpacker that was sitting there. So I was just like, I, okay, I, I am a backpacker. I, I have been hiking for a very long time. I got this. And so like, this dude like dissed me, <laughs> like he had like nothing but negative things to say um, and continued to like say stuff. Even after I was gone, I found out later. Um, and so I, I never, ever, ever, ever tell people that I'm in Backpacker Magazine. But when we got to town the next, when I got to town, uh, I got to town the morning just before the post office opened. I made it to the post office and I was having lunch because I was there all day. I did laundry. I was having lunch. And then the guy rolled up and he was like, did you make it into town? And I'm like, that's the most asinine question. I'm here. You're here. Yes, I made it into town. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I was like, I was like, hey, are you familiar with like, um, I don't know, Backpacker Magazine? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, they only feature backpackers, right? And he was like, well, yeah. And I'm like, hey, you should check out this, this edition. And he just looked at me and he was like, wait, are you in Backpacker Magazine? And I was like, you know what? No, because I'm not a backpacker. And I kind of just like left. Good for but you. I ran into this guy a few more times on trail. And he was like, his entire attitude had changed. He was just like, Hey, Crystal. And I'm like, okay, I see you know my name now. So you did some work. Okay. And he would always like ask me questions. And I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of cool. Um, but like sitting around, like in that circle, like knowing that I was the only, like, I was different from everyone. Like I was very aware of this, um, because I tend to be, but, um, like it was just an interesting conversation that took place. It was very interesting to watch the flow of things and to see how like as a person I was perceived without people actually knowing who I am or who I was as a person. Um, I took time to know like, hey, what are you like, tell me about yourself, tell me about this. But that wasn't reciprocal in that particular group. It wasn't reciprocal. Um, and so I, I saw it as me being a black person 
that that is why the relationships or why the conversation wasn't reciprocal and how I was just seen as this person who's just like making up things and just like just here because I do just pop up in places I know that sounds weird but I hike at night sometimes sometimes I hike during the day like there's no consistency so I might see someone and never see them ever again that's true of all through hiking but then if I see someone they'll say hey I saw you back then how are you here right now and I'm like you know what I don't know magic <laughs> like so <laughs> it's uh, the hiking world is an interesting place to live, <laughs> to be sometimes. Yeah. You know, you're telling me the guy said you didn't look like a backpacker. I know. Were you tempted to look at him and say, gee, I was thinking the same thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I should have, but no, I didn't think that. Like when people too tell nice. Me, yeah. When people tell me comments, like it, if you get me where I'm very hungry, or like very tired you will get like a smart alecky response but if you get me where i'm like i'm rested thoughtful then i'm less likely to give you like my immediate response which if i gave my immediate uh, responses often people would not really find me to be very friendly um because sometimes people say some messed up stuff and i'm like okay but also too in nature i've learned to be calmer so I usually take my like cues from everything around me, like, okay, I can hear the water flowing, like, okay, I can see this, everybody's chill, there's no need for me to be upset right now. And that's another thing I love about being outdoors is that it, it takes away my like, like, I gotta fight right now, kind of mindset, like, I need to protect myself, I need to like fight, this is not okay, where it's like, oh, everything's chill, everything's fine, yeah. Yeah, it puts you in a mindset to just kind of roll with it and mm -hmm. keep things into perspective while you're out there and yeah, look at the bigger picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Crystal, you um, you you did the first section, you know, part three of this hike, part one of this three-part hike part in 2020. Part two of this three-part hike, and in 2023, you'll be finishing. I should be, I should be. It's I, 19 hours. That is the plan. The plan is to finish. Um, I also have come to a realization that the entire state of Idaho as a collective would likely not be happy with my presence in their state for an extended period of time. Because of this, I am trying to get more people anybody just more people especially people that look like me to be with me in the state of idaho so that we could hike through that today together um that that would that will be a major factor in me successfully completing the loop it's uh that section on the continental divide is where i will be seeking community support and com support from people who like have no issues with me hiking um yeah i don't yeah, know my son lived in spokane for quite a while and uh -huh. um, i know a little bit about idaho mm, yeah. i hear what you're saying yeah so i do intend to like crowd surf for hikers or supporters or just people who feel like coming outdoors for a day or two yeah but my, Chris, my i am gonna do the great western loop just need 
some shout outs and support in Idaho. Well, we'll do what we can on our end to help round up some people and get you some support out there. Love it. And you write a lot of articles. You've been in Backpacker Magazine. I read your piece uh, in Far Out. <laughs> um, you're, you're, by the way, I really enjoy what you write. Thank you. Uh, thank you. So thank you for sharing that. Um, where can we find you besides perusing around and coming across the art, your articles and um, where you're featured? Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Footprints for Change. Um, that will, if you go to Instagram, it'll link you to everything else. There's a link there that will link you to all my other pages and where I'm at in the world. Yeah. All right. Well, Crystal, Gail, welcome. I Thanks again. And you know, it's always so much fun talking to you. And <laughs> I can't wait to have you back on. Yeah. Let's not make it such a long time. Let's not. <laughs> I know. I, you know, you were, you were busy. We both got busy this summer. I mean, I was out doing my thing and, and you know, you had your big hike going, you know, your mine was just a little walk around the block compared to what you were doing. But uh, we'll have you, you know, we're going to have you back on hopefully real soon. All right. Uh, keep us updated on what you're working on, because this is exciting what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah. And, and as I said, I, I really appreciate everything you're sharing with us. Uh, yes. And for inspiring people to expand this this beauty we have out, to invite more people in to enjoy this. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I enjoy being with you. So great. Same here. All right, everybody. Get outside, have some fun, and try to Thanks be safe. for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, palmabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel barn outside all those links are there in addition to that you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a patreon member yet remember to get outside have fun and be safe this episode of pop bear hikes has been brought to you by avalon publicity avalon publicity increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services for more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.